With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is time for Tech Tuesday. Uh, Rich, of course, our tech expert, KTLA's tech reporter as well as ours. Rich is um, on his Instagram address, at Rich on Tech. Good morning, Rich. Good morning to you, Bill. Okay, a lot going on. Uh, one of the big, big days uh, on, the, on the interwebs is uh, Prime Day. And we talk about that every year. But it's getting to the point where it's Prime Week, maybe Prime Month, and maybe we'll see Prime Year. Uh, so 2024, the entire year is on sale. That's That'd right. Be funny. And it's Prime Day every day. So uh, some of the deals that you're seeing, uh, let's talk about those. Yeah, so, I mean, look, Prime Day, and you're right, it is getting more frequent. This is the first time we've seen two Prime Day events in the same year. So if you're thinking, wait a second, like, did I just have a Prime Day? Like, yes, we did. I think it was in July. And then they teased it saying, hey, look, there's going to be another one. And what Amazon's trying to do is get a, a real heads up on holiday shopping. They know that everyone waits to the last minute. They know it's going to be very competitive this year because of the economy and, and how things are going. Everything's more expensive. And so they want to say, let's if we can nab some of these sales early, that's a good thing for our company. So with all that said, the sales that I'm seeing are actually, I think, some of the best we've seen uh, in recent Prime Day events. Because a lot of times people are like, oh, it's Prime Day, but the deals aren't that great. So first thing Amazon's doing this year that I really like is this top 100 list. And that makes it a lot easier to find stuff that you might want to buy because they're letting you sort by, you know, not just featured deals, but also discounts, the price and department. And so you can find a lot of stuff in there that you might want. They're also, because they know so much about you, they're also personalizing a lot of the deals on the, on the homepage of Amazon. So things that you've purchased in the past, things that you've searched for, for instance, um, I buy these like uh, electrolyte drinks called none. And I got on my front page, it was like, oh, they're 50% off, which, you know, I buy them a lot. So I know they're quite pricey. And to see them for 50% off, I immediately bought them. So they got me. Amazon devices, uh, always a place where you can save. So, I mean, Amazon, if you're looking for a Kindle tablet, those are on sale. If you're looking for a Fire TV, those are on sale. Echo devices are on sale. Um, again, some things are better than others. Not yeah, everything kind of, is an amazing of, what deal. What percentage discount are we getting for, uh, let's say, uh, uh, Apple products? Well, for Apple products, they're actually quite good. We're looking at like 6% off. So, for instance, I just purchased personally an iPad mini. I paid $4.99. It's on sale today for $3.99. Now, that's expensive for the iPad. Um, you know, that's, that's a more expensive iPad. But the standard iPad iPad, you know, it's the 10.2 inch, doesn't even really have a name. It's just called the iPad. That is $269 today, which is $60 off. That's the cheapest price we've ever seen on this by $10. So uh, the cheapest we've seen previously was $270. And by the way, I've put a lot of the things that I personally like that I think are good and I recommend and are on sale on my Instagram at Rich on Tech. So I kind of went through and said, what are the things that I use? What are the things I like? 
And the ones that are on sale, I did put on my Instagram. So, you know, I feel like there are better deals this year than we've seen in, in years past. Bro. And I'm assuming uh, that uh, the uh, supply chain issue has a lot to do with it uh, because, uh, of course, people were or stores, uh, suppliers were scared. They ran out, so they over-ordered. Now they're getting a lot of their product, and now what the hell you do with them? Uh, yeah, so and I, I feel like them. you're right. Yeah, things have definitely, uh, you know, come up through the system. Like, we're definitely seeing more supply. Uh, a couple of tips I want to give folks just for, you know, if they're shopping. So, number one, again, not everything is a deal. So, just because it's on Prime doesn't mean that it's, like, the best deal of the year. So, one of the websites I go to is called, I know it's got a funny name, it's called Camel Camel Camel. And what you do is you take the URL of the item that you're looking at on Amazon and you pop it in, you paste it into this Camel 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 website, and instantly it spits out a graph. And that graph shows you the last six months of pricing detail. And so, for instance, with this, um, uh, this iPad, you know, the way I was able to tell that it's the cheapest price is because I put it into that graph, and the previous cheapest price was, oh, October, let's see, uh, September 7th was 279 and so again, it's cheaper today at two sixty nine. So, so I have a, I have a generic question, a general question to ask. Sure. Uh, the monetization of these websites that are free is selling information, of course, uh, to advertisers and people who compile the information and uh, uh, then send it out to whoever needs it. Uh, once it's going to become universal, which I think is going to happen, that you have to agree for your information to be used and. It's going to be in big letters, uh, and uh, you have to basically opt in. Is that going to destroy this business entirely? Are you you mean like these sort of like these all these other websites, like these affiliate websites and yeah, things? Yeah, the ones that uh, you know sell the information. Yeah, I mean, I I think that we're already seeing the erosion of those businesses. Like the when Apple did this thing, if you install an app on an iPhone now, it says, "Hey, can we track your information?" and it says. You have the option of saying allow or don't allow. And, you know, 80% of people say don't allow. Right. So how, that, do, how do they monetize that? Well, it's become a problem. I mean, it cost uh, Facebook, I think they said $10 billion in the last quarter. So it is a, it's a huge deal. And, um, you know, the tracking online is becoming less and less. Now, more people are using ad blockers. More people are using tracking blockers, things like privacy, uh, you know, DuckDuckGo and Brave browsers. Uh, no third-party tracking. I mean, it's really becoming a problem for these companies that have been built, like you said, around data. And I don't know what the answer is because people are just starting to get savvy about it. Like, like literally, I'm just starting to get questions from people about mm. tracking and data privacy. And so we're just at the forefront of this. All right. And uh, I do think in the future, it's going to be more of a problem. All right. Here is a fun story, Rich. God, I love this one. Uh, the iPhone 14, which I'm probably going to get uh, because mine is for some reason falling apart. They have a car crash detection, and it's going off on roller coasters. I mean, how fun is that? Yeah, well, it's not fun for the uh, 911 operators. Yeah, that that's to true. But calls. hey, it's, it's entertainment. You know what can I tell? Or or the family members that are getting text messages saying that your loved one has been in a severe car crash. So. Uh, fun to you, definitely, uh, is, you know, level, varying levels of opinions there. But, uh, yeah, this is an article in the Wall Street Journal. A uh, reporter got tipped off that uh, some of these new iPhone 14s that have this new feature called car crash detection built in, 
suddenly were making a bunch of phone calls to dispatch centers from roller coasters. And uh, specifically, it's this roller coaster in, uh, where was it, Michigan or Ohio? I don't know. There's a couple of them across the U.S. that this is happening at. But basically, they're, you know, the, when the person has their phone in their pocket on this roller coaster, because of the extreme G-force on the roller coaster and you know, the, the stops, the sudden stops and turns and things, that is triggering this car crash detection feature and calling 911 automatically. It also sends a text message to loved ones that says, hey, you know, your, your loved one has been in a severe car crash. And this but, is happening apparently nationwide, not just at these uh, certain locations. It's, so it's kind of becoming a problem. Why haven't we heard that about uh, those uh, watches um, uh, or even those devices that you wear that measure when someone's going to fall, the uh, I fall and I can't get up devices? Wouldn't they do the same thing? Well, those are different. Those are the, So this is something that's new. This car crash detection is, is a different type of algorithm than the fall detection. And it seems like the fall detection has gotten pretty good. Now, I've, I've had the fall detection on my Apple Watch for a couple of years now, and I've only had two false alarms. And once I was wrestling with my kid, and, you know, I guess my arm hit the ground pretty hard, and it said, hey, did you just take a fall? And I said, no. Um, and then the second was, uh, I forget what I was doing, but it just all of a sudden went off. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Now, what happens when this goes off is your phone gives you an alert and it gives you about a 10 second countdown with an audible tone. So technically, if it's a if it's your typical situation where you're just, you know, moving along in life and this happens, you're going to say, oh, that's weird. And you're going to deactivate it. But on a roller coaster, it's loud. You don't hear it. And that's why this is becoming sort of a problem. Now, for Apple's standpoint, they're saying, look, this is new. Uh, this is an algorithm. We have to train it. And we're going to now put this data, you know, feed some more data to this algorithm and hopefully make it so that this doesn't happen. But it's quite scary because people are getting these messages that, you know, with a location of their loved one yeah. and, you know, saying, hey, look, you know, there's been a, a major crash and yeah. this is, you know, a yeah. problem. The assumption is that you actually care about your family members, uh, whether or not they receive uh, information like that. All right, moving over to uh, some of the streaming uh, platforms. Uh, Hulu prices went up. Disney is soon going to follow their prices. Has it reached the point now where, it, it, I feel this way, it just becomes prohibitive, where it's uh, you're going to end up with one super expensive platform streaming service to the exclusion of others, and you would think they're cannibalizing each other with these prices going crazy. Yeah, I think we're finally starting to see these prices go up in, in such a way where, you know, used to be on your on your charge, you know, in your on your credit card, it was like a, a $5.99, $6.99 charge, you know. So it was like small enough where, okay, I didn't really watch a lot of movies this month, but it was fine. But now that these prices are really reaching about $19.99 a month, you know, for Netflix, for their for their best plan is $19.99. For this Disney bundle, it's $19.99. That's a considerable amount of money. And you do notice it every month, and you're going to sit there saying, hmm, do I really need that? Now, I think Amazon's pretty smart because they blend the cost of Prime into a whole bunch of other stuff. And so it kind of sits behind this Prime membership. You know, a lot of people buying that Monday night or that Thursday night football subscription, you know, they're like, oh, well, I've already got Prime. I've got that included. But, yeah, I think you're right. We're reaching a point where people are now saying, do I really need this? And do I really want it? So Hulu went up, like I said, or like you said, uh, a buck a month to uh, $3 a month. 
And then Disney Plus is next. That's going to happen on December 8th. Mm. And I think that's the real test because Disney, you know, they've got the kids and parents, you know, they, they're kind of hook, line and sinker for this. So how much will they put up with? I don't know. We'll see. And I, well, I'm a football fan uh, and I happen to be a Packers fan. Uh, I just won't pay 300 and something dollars for uh uh, NFL, uh, you can watch every game service. How many people actually do that or Major League Baseball? It's in the hundreds of dollars. I'm assuming oh, yeah. it's a tiny little group of people that are willing to pop that much money, unless they would be going to games uh, and, of course, would spend $2,000 to go to a game for four people. Well, right, and that's what I think is kind of interesting about all of this stuff is that, like you, like you just said, if you go to one game at the Staples Center for anything, or I guess crypto, whatever it's called right now, for the until that all fizzles out. <laughs> um, but, you know, you go to one game and you're spending uh, hundreds of dollars. And so, yeah, to spend two, three hundred bucks a year on this, you know, NFL package or whatever, uh, you know, it's cheap. But people don't consider it that way. You know, when you're in person, it's very different than, you know, spending it on your, uh, you know, one time fee and, and getting all these games. But I think we're also going to see, Bill, like you've got that curiosity stream. I think we're going to see more individual teams doing their own streaming services. And it's going to just, you know, people are going to have to make some tough decisions here on what they really want. Uh, well, I was one of those people that went to the game. My daughter is a fanatic um, football fan. So once a year, I do a father-daughter day with each of my daughters. And uh, once a year, uh, my daughter Barbara and I would actually jump on an airplane, fly to Chicago, then drive to Green Bay, uh, watch a Packers game, and come back. It was a three-day affair. And then I realized, what do you, you know, you don't like your daughter that much. Bill, come on. I mean, that's just, I mean, there, there's anybody in the world you would do that for. So that stopped. Okay, uh, no more for that. No, no. Uh, and, by the way, watching a football game on TV, I think, is a hundred times better than going to uh, the game other than screaming when the other team is on the field and they have the ball. Uh, well, yeah, and and plus you're buying a beer. It's, you know, $18 for a beer. I mean, it. look, people want to do this. It's, it is fun. At the end of the day, it's a nice experience, but it is very, very expensive. And, you know, most people are just going with the regular seats. You sit there and you wonder, how the heck are these people down there in these, uh, in these really close-up seats and things like that? So, uh, you know, I don't know. Every time I go to a concert or, or a special event, I'm always amazed at what people are paying to be there. And, um, you know, these, these streaming subscriptions look cheap in comparison to that. 20 bucks a month for Netflix. I mean, all the stuff you can, your eyes will fall out before you finish watching all of Netflix, you yeah. know? And uh, still, is Prime considered the best deal out there? I certainly think it is uh, because the amount of, um, uh, of purchases that everybody I know does. And you get uh, the uh, Prime television uh, service. I still yeah. think, I think it's the best deal out there. Your thoughts? I think so. I mean, I think the only competition it has, if you would even consider a competition, is Walmart Plus, and that is really not com competitive. I think the the biggest competition to, to Amazon is in-store shopping at Target and Walmart, because you might say, ah, oh, I can go to Target and get this. And I think these other companies are really trying to make this whole idea of pick up in-store. You know, you buy, I think it's called like buy online, pick up in-store, whatever that's called. Um, and that's a pretty big growth area for a lot of these retailers because they're like, well, we have the stores. I mean, yesterday I ordered something online and it tried to push me to picking it up in the store versus getting it shipped to me. And I knew, you know, if I go to the store, it's like they may not have it. It's kind of a, you know, I got to go into the mall and then next thing you know, I'm spending more money. 
So I think that's the biggest competition right now for Amazon Prime, which is still very, very good and very compelling for what you get. All right, uh, Rich, thank you. His Instagram is at richontech. Uh, Rich, we'll catch you next week. Thanks, Bill. You have a good day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.